0: to the TPL Show, a podcast dedicated to the study and discussion of leadership. Join us as we share relevant, simple, and lasting methods for improvement that can be used to lead from any level in any organization.
1: Hey everybody welcome to today's episode of the tpl show we are extremely excited for today's show i'm here with dave k hill hey everybody i'm luke weber and today we have our first guest we are doing a so live cool. interview and his name is tim burgess tim is an executive whose career has focused on supply chain operations in the food industry spanning dairy vegetable and seafood processing across asia north america south america and europe He's currently based in L.A. as a Senior Vice President of Operations at a market-leading sauce and condiment producer headquartered in Hong Kong. He was first initiated into the benefits of having a systematic approach to performance improvement by experiencing firsthand the value of Six Sigma for yield improvement in a complex environment. This started a journey of learning and development based on lean processes as developed by Toyota. He has applied lean to effect significant improvements in shop floor performance that result in material benefits to bottom line corporate performance. He has enjoyed a long relationship with David and Avenulo that has improved the lives of many and helped to transform the culture at several well-known multinational organizations. So that's a little background on Tim. Again, Tim, welcome to the show.
0: Uh, Yeah, welcome,
2: Tim. We're really glad to have you here.
0: Thank you. It's great to be here. That was very nice introduction. I think I'm, you know, I'm (laughs) I. uh, I need to market myself just like you you marketed me. Thank you.
2: You you uh, you should let the just the truth speak for yourself. But that's what the interns dug up. So it's pretty. That's right. It's pretty cool. You're you're very googly.
0: There you go. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, so today's episode we're going to cover Genchi Genbutsu, also known as the Gemba Walk. We're going to follow our usual format. We're going to do a what, why, and how, Uh, but as we mentioned before, we've got our first guest today, so we're going to have him uh, give some experiences, give his opinions, uh, kind of get this conversation started and go back and forth on this topic of the gimbal walk. Okay, let's uh, jump right into gimbal walks. Dave, I'm going to let you uh, kick us off. What is gimbal walk?
2: Okay, so uh, I'm really excited about this episode because this idea, this Genchi Gembutsu or Walk, is really powerful. So developed by Taichi Ono, the famous father of the Toyota production system, and uh, what he used to do was mark circles in the floor, out on the production floor, His engineers didn't go to university. His engineers were trained by him and degreed by him as a master engineer. Hmm. So these uh, young people would study with him for a period of years to learn how to be an engineer. And he would have them go as part of their study out and stand in that circle, that kind of chalked circle on the floor— And just watch what was going on and then come back and tell him what they observed and what they learned and what uh, recommendations they had for improvement. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the base set of Genchi Genbutsu, right? So, excuse me, what is a Gemba walk? It's officially known as Genchi Genbutsu, as we've said. Uh, Commonly, people just call it a Gemba or a Gemba walk. It's a stylized leadership method aimed at promoting continuous improvement, Kaizen at the gemba and the gemba is the place where value is added for the customer so if we were in japan and we just turned on a television and we were watching the news the the anchor person on the news might say there was a terrific event in the downtown today and we're going to cover it for you we're going to go right now to our reporter at the gemba they would use the word gemba meaning on the scene where it's happening so there are many places in in value streams not necessarily just one where actually doing something that adds value for the customer, that that will improve the life of the customer uh, through our product or service, and we call that very place the Gemba. So going there and doing what we're about to talk about, this stylized leadership procedure is known as a Gemba walk. So that's what a Gemba walk is. Okay. Very cool. And um, do you have anything to add to that? or Tim, is there anything you want to add to this kind of definition of what a Gemba walk is?
0: No, that, that that sounds right. I mean, you you say stylized, and that really means uh, proceduralized, right? Um, it's not a, it's not management by walking around, as you might have heard thirty years ago. It's a a, a very structured approach to a yeah. uh, disciplined approach to to walking the yeah. shop floor.
2: Yeah. yeah, exactly right.
1: Yeah,
0: okay. So, uh,
1: the, so uh, I want Okay, so Tim, you mentioned. Management by walking around. Yeah, so I've heard that about this before. Uh huh. Right. I've heard that even recent, recently. But Tim, you think that that's something that's was used more often in the past as as a style of gemba, or do you think that that's still used today?
0: Well, I mean, it's still used today. I I, I think because you you see people walking the shop floor in a in in various environments and they're essentially saying they're you know they're doing the gemba but they're really walking the shop floor just talking about just talking chatting with people it's not formalized go see with purpose ask what when and why and show respect and and having an objective for what you're going to do and having having a structured approach to it that's going to have um Re- results. It's focused on um, a specific result or affecting a specific change.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's my experience too. Management by walking around, to me, that's a relationship building only thing. Yeah, sure. You're just kind of out there chatting people up, almost getting your ticket punched, see, I'm on the shop floor, Yeah, uh, or I care about you, as opposed to this very stylized structural approach that uh, we see in a but walk, so to speak, right? Yeah. I mean, so
1: <laughs> in my experience, <clears throat> if I've been on the floor or if any type of management personnel has been on the floor, you kind of see morale, you see the employees, their spirits lift up a little bit, right? Because they're they're not used to seeing those people on the floor. Yeah. So I guess the management, when you say management by walking around, yeah, is that, pertaining to, because I think Dave, you mentioned it, like punching a ticket. Is that something that management personnel feel like they have to do?
2: No, I think it's useful. And I think we'll cover, you know, just as a a side note, there are many types of walks, right? There's a safety walk, for instance. There's a plant tour. Um, There's an inspection. Yeah. And there are many types of walks. And during those walks, you have a different leadership and managerial attitude. During Gemba, for instance, as we'll get into the detail, there's there's this very specific stylized approach um, that um, opens people up, okay. So that you're you're seeing and hearing what's really going on, right, um, with the process. So so MBWA has its place. It's it's just a different type of walk than different the Gemba style. walk.
1: Yeah, different style. Okay, cool. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to why yeah, sure Gemba is important.
2: So. <clears throat> it's the most effective way, this idea of taking the walk, it's, it's the most effective way to reduce a leader's gap of knowledge. And this is a really big and important thing that can trip leaders up. Yeah. When leaders re- rely just on the reports of others or written documents, they can oftentimes have a very distorted view of what's actually going on. And they need to take active steps to reduce that gap of knowledge. If that gap of knowledge becomes too great, they can make decisions that are actually disastrous for the customer and for the business. So the only way to reliably reduce that gap of knowledge is go to the Gemba. Go to where value is added. Be present. Be present often enough that your presence isn't some kind of extraordinary thing that's going to cause special causes in and of itself, and you can see what's really going on and learn from people, what's really going on, and reduce that gap of knowledge. So that's the big why. Then there are a lot of little whys, right? Mm -hmm. It brings about alignment. It presents an opportunity for you to teach, to listen to show respect and do many other things but the the big why is to reduce your gap of knowledge which as a leader can grow dangerously big if you find yourself distant from the gemba. Okay. Yeah,
1: that's good.
2: Yeah. Anything you guys want to add to expand on that?
0: You know, it makes me think of a uh, of a situation I had you know after after you and I stopped working together directly um David I Obviously, continue to explore TPS, and, and um, in the company that I worked for after um, after you and I went our separate ways, uh, one of my colleagues, a uh, guy on my team, was friends with the top leader at the Toyota plant in Princeton, mm-hmm. Indiana, and um, he was able to arrange um, arrange for my team to spend a spend a day there. One of the things I got from that, um, it was a very he, he was very generous with his time and allowed us to spend the whole day at the at the factory. But one of the stories that stuck with me was uh, was how he related that the CEO of Toyota, uh, Toyota, um, Akio Toyota, came to the plant, you know, and and when they came, when he came, they arranged for a reception for him to meet, meet him, do presentations about their work. And after respectfully meeting the team, you know, he thanked them very much and said, hey, um, you know, he asked if they could go to the Gemba mm-hmm. and talk about the site's performance on the shop floor. And, and they did that and um, met with various teams on the shop floor, walked through the um, improvement plans that they had, as they have as part of the Toyota culture. All was going very well. Um, but as they approached the, the paint system, he has to go inside, which is a little bit unusual. um." But he went into the paint booths and uh, it was clear that he was looking for something specific. And they later learned that he was looking to see if um, if the plant had implemented a fix on a conveyor transition um, in the booth. You see the, the cars were hinking on a transition in a plant in Toyota City. Uh-huh. And they had found a really simple fix, not a highly engineered fix, a simple fix and disseminated across the network. And the CEO was looking to see if... Uh, the fix had been implemented, um, and it was, and Nike was very well pleased. So it's really speaking to, uh, to th- the point that you made about learning what is actually going on the on the shop floor. David. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a very powerful story, I think. Right, and and it doesn't necessarily have to be a technique, so to speak, that an executive only can use. A supervisor who's managing across several shifts, anyone, yeah, can do this. So this this um, alignment that it can bring. It, it, it makes it a very, very powerful leadership tool. So as people that aspire to be leaders or are leaders incorporate this, and it does take some practice to incorporate this kind of stylized approach and you know, make it your own, so to speak, as, as they do that, they really extend their leadership reach. It's a very, very effective tool to um, make you uh, a more powerful, effective leader, so to speak, yeah? Okay, so that's the why, right? Yep. All right. So, um, you want to talk a little bit about the how? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, that's uh, it's pretty interesting because the devil's in the details, and the first and most important thing, in my opinion, is you got to accept that your gap of knowledge is almost always too high, and that you're going to use GEMBA to reduce Decrease it. it yeah. Right, so you got to kind of—it's a toad. This thing is has got some, you know, specific steps or procedural steps, as yeah. Tim mentioned. But it's also a, an attitude. attitude. You've got to adopt this attitude, this you know beginner's uh, mind, so to speak, and accept that your gap of knowledge is almost always too high, and that can happen quickly if you are absent from the gemba for a while. It right. can become yeah. high again, and so forth, and that you're going to use gemba to reduce it. And then the second thing is to keep the four purposes of Gemba in mind. So just in a generic way, the generic purposes, you're out there to gain knowledge about what's actually happening, reduce that gap of knowledge, right? You're there to engage people at the Gemba in critical thinking, to challenge them in a very positive and healthy way. Um, You're there to teach about the importance of increasing value and reducing waste at the Gemba and you're there to facilitate improvement. So these are kind of the four things that you're keeping in mind generically um, as you're making a Gemba walk. And then of course each, each time you walk you can have a very specific purpose that you can channel these four generic purposes through. Right. Um, so th- the next thing is, um, is to embrace the essence of this and use it to lead effectively. So that's three steps. The, the, the whole approach has got three steps. Go see, Ask why, show respect. And you heard Tim say that early yeah, on, did. right? He because he's a, a practicer of this, so it's kind of embedded in, in his thinking. So go and see. So first, observe and understand what's actually happening. Then ask why without judgment. And there are lots of techniques to learn about That's this. That's important, yeah. So you, you, you do this in a general way by always asking about the process and never asking about the people. As soon as you start asking about people, um, then it's just in our hearts as human beings, we become defensive, the screens right. go up, and the gap of knowledge returns, because you're not going to break gonna that anything. gap of knowledge right. down if you don't um, make this connection with the people at the Gemba, right? So um, we we ask why, without judgment, we refer to the process. We stay very centered on the process. Yeah. If you focus on results, people... in Interpret that as you're focusing on the people. Sure. Same effect, sure. and it uh, it tends to close people up, and then your gap of knowledge uh, goes up again. So you you come out, you observe, then you ask why in a non-judgmental way, and there are some techniques to do that.
1: So it's not okay. So real quick on the ask yeah. why, right? So it's yeah. not only just asking the why question. It's yeah. also just, there could be other questions involved here, right? So you can go deeper. You can go. And into different areas without just constantly yeah. asking. What. Oh, for sure. It's just, it's just sure. asking a bunch of questions, right? Right. Just trying the, to obtain knowledge without passing judgment, like you said. Yeah. So it's the, not just like, oh, why did that happen? But it's just like, okay, well, here's the next question. Or, yeah. You know, okay, so if that happened, what do you think about this? And it's just, what do you think made that happen before? Or did it happen, happen recently? Or, you know, just getting yeah, of additional course. information. I
2: mean, you're asking when questions. Yeah. You're asking um, it's questions in general. Uh, what questions and so forth. But the reason that we, we, we say ask why is because we're getting to the root of the matter, right? right. So we're, we're asking lots of questions. So for instance, a technique we can use. So we teach Gemba. Um, our organization teaches the Gemba walk process to people, and we actually certify them and yeah. so forth, yeah. right? Um, And we teach many techniques. One is the Socratic method of asking questions, the six phases of the Socratics. Another is um, the leadership kata from the Toyota production system. You know, what is the target condition? What is the actual condition now? What obstacles do you think are preventing you from reaching that target condition? What's your next step? what's your next plan, do check, assess, experiment, right? And when can we go and see what results we got from that? So we teach people a variety of techniques and they can develop their own, but you have to create a leadership approach here that lets you uncover through questioning what's going on without putting people on the defensive, right? So um, that's this, this idea. So we go see, ask why, and then the third thing, show respect. Show respect. This, this idea of show respect is so often minimized and it's so important mm. so uh, a lot of times when we think about show respect it's like good morning say good morning to people yeah, when you that cordial yeah. and and that's be polite sure that or be cordial as mm-hmm. you said right so this idea of show respect has two key elements to it the first is to acknowledge that the people at the Gemba, have a profound understanding of the process. Acknowledge that. Of course. And then the second thing is to act upon that fact. So as they're telling you things, act upon it. Take it seriously, right? That's respect. First, to acknowledge their profound understanding, and second, to act upon the understanding that they have. One or the other is not respect. Both together is respect. And that's what we mean and what Ono meant, and the practitioners of the Gemba walk mean when they talk about this third element, show respect, um, and that's really really powerful. So I'm gonna uh, zip it for a minute and let you guys weigh in on that.
1: Yeah, Tim, share if you can share come share some of your experiences with uh, going to the floor or doing Gemba walks. Whether it's you know something that you've done yourself. Or you've been a part of in recent um, uh, recent organizations, but uh, just share a little bit about that if you can.
0: Sure, sure, be, be happy to. Just b- before we do that, though, I wanted to, to reflect on a little bit on what what David just said. Um, in a prior podcast, you guys talked about the um, uh, an interactive style whereby you ask a question and while you're asking the question you're formulating a response uh-huh. and yeah. you're really asking a question to give you an opportunity to to you know show how smart you are and uh, to to make a point
1: <laughs> what not to do <laughs>
0: uh, yeah and it's really it's really hard because as leaders let's face it as leaders we have ego right we're right. Sure. We're, we're in a leadership position partially because we're confident and we're we have capability um, but if you're on the shop floor and you are you know it's apparent that you really aren't there to gain a, an understanding of that profound understanding that folks on the shop floor have and that you're really just trying to show how smart you are and how much power you are yeah. you have it's just completely destructive and you'll you'll never you'll never create the kind of environment that you're, you're trying to create through this
2: oh my gosh that's that's that's, that's true this yeah. so this idea of it's hard for us, especially Western leaders, yeah. when someone's talking to kind of empty our minds and just listen.
1: You can, you instead can see, of formulating the response, you can see it happening on their faces too. Yeah. If oh somebody my God. asks me a question and I'm trying to give them an answer. You can see their face kind of just go in this blank stare and it's almost like a withdrawn state. And we're like, okay, you're not even listening to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just go ahead and keep talking because I know you have something else to say.
2: Oh, my gosh. I, it was so hard for me to beat that out of me it's and i still have, have. i do i do like listen to the daily calm every day and meditate <laughs> for 10 minutes to empty my mind mu- to keep practicing and you know dave's great thoughts keep leaking in yeah. i'm like shut up shut up i you know <laughs> stop thinking right so uh so this is a very important thing so as you as you um are out there if you're doing that yeah. man you're going to kill yeah, this thing sure. right yeah Oh that it
1: comes back to the whole premise of practicing leadership. Yeah. Right? Cuz these are the small things that if you practice doing it becomes
2: more natural to you. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. Cuz these are things that happen naturally the opposite way of what we want them to be, right? Yeah, so
2: sometimes what's natural is not what's, it's most, not effective. what's most effective. Yeah. Right? yeah that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah,
0: the 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 point, you know, the question that you asked Asked initially in terms of experience, yeah. you know, as I'm, I'm kind of going away from from the your focus right now. But as leaders, one of our one of the key responsibilities we have really is to identify um, identify identify high potential leaders, identify the next, um, you know, the the next uh, cadre of leadership, and identify where there are are, are problems in terms of leadership and. Um, you know, we, we use different ways of observing that for ourselves, but the Gemba is, um, doing Gemba walks when you're not leading, right. When you're just participating as a leader and allowing, um, frontline leaders or others to do the leadership is, is, is really helpful. I had an opportunity to do that in, in a factory with a, um, a process engineer it was, was doing the the walk, and um, and through subsequent interactions, really learned that she she had a deep understanding of the cultural um, environment that we were trying to create, and had a deep technical understanding as well, and that allowed me to advocate for her um, promotion and being exposed to different opportunities. And she eventually went from process engineer to ops leader to plant manager to. She she actually eventually ran our um, our European operations at, at one of the, the, mm. the company I was with, and on the flip side, I mean I've been in an environment David with uh, with someone that you and I worked with a while ago where um, where you know there was a, a an installation going on a capital installation going on and we did the, the walk with um, with an engineer uh, that was uh, that was leading the the installation. And um, I had a very positive impression of this engineer, but watching the engineer interact with the the the, the technicians and the the tradesmen on the shop floor, I was uh, astounded at both his lack of understanding of what was actually going on and his way of interacting. Because the way he interacted with me and with our colleagues was very respectful and. And very appropriate, but there was a shift in his way of working when he was dealing with, you know, uh, skilled skilled tradesmen right. that yeah. uh, was completely separated from the culture we were trying oh, to create. Man, so wow. it cut both ways, right? Yeah,
2: no, yeah, that's absolutely. Good. That's true. This this idea of it's a leadership development tool that you can yeah. use to develop other leaders as well as to be an effective leader yourself is, I think, is a very valuable yeah, point to big. make.
1: It's yeah, big. I d- I never thought about like that to be honest but that's that's very important
2: yeah so um we're we're going through the how to right and we did accept that your gap of knowledge your gok is almost always too high and you're going to use gemba and we went through the four purposes of gemba the kind of four generic purposes that you can use to plan your your specific visit and so forth and we talked about this idea of embrace um the essence of gemba go see ask why um and show respect. So the next how-to is to keep Gemba separate from other types of walks. So there are these many other types of walks. There's safety walks. So we have a process in Avenula we call Gestalt safety. So there's a Gestalt walk. There's management by walking around. There's a plant tour. There's an inspection. Um, There's a visitor's tour, right? So forth and so on. So there's these these other types of walks that you're gonna um, involve yourself in as a leader, but Gemba is separate from that. So, for instance, don't be doing inspection-like approaches or have an inspection-like tube on a Gemba walk. And what what uh, uh, our clients will often do is have kind of a different color hat. So a place that, uh, that Tim and I were at in the past, when they had their blue um, hat, on, bump cap, okay, their yep. blue bump cap on, yep. the leaders did, everyone knew it was a Gemba walk. It was not an inspection, and and it had a specific uh, approach and specific questions, you know, all that kind of thing. Everyone was trained in the, in the facility what, what a Gemba was, what it meant, what we were trying to accomplish. Uh, and so— um, Did you in, see a
1: different interaction oh, with that?
2: Oh, heavens, yeah, I did. Yeah. People would be very open, knowing that they weren't being judged. Yeah. They weren't being assessed. It wasn't being recorded mm. for some kind of audit, you so know. So they're—okay. okay so they're yeah. just
1: more more receptive to it, sure. Versus, oh, here comes another inspection. Yeah. They're you know checking out what we're doing.
2: Yeah, and of course you can't violate that. You got to right. keep it separate. Do you have anything about that, Tim? You want to uh, share with us?
0: No, I, I, I my my experience is the same. And I mean, there were, so there were other colored hats. So red hat, I think, was the Gestalt um hat. Right? Yeah,
2: and yeah, that's right.
0: So so p- people would know what. What the and, and the expectations would be clear. I mean, you guys had discussions beforehand about what you were going to do and what you you set the framework for the attitude beforehand. So you have to really do kind of an attitude adjustment before mm. you enter on one of these things to get your mind in the right place um, to to make it successful.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this idea of you know keep Gemba, walk separate, right? And and then the other. The the next how to that uh, we should cover quickly is the idea of the eight tips for Gemba. So we have this um, structure for Gemba as everyone does, right? And we have these eight tips. One is have a purpose for the walk, a specific purpose. Yeah. So we're going to go out to the shop floor and we're going to look at scrap, or we're going to look at a particular customer problem, whatever it might be. Have a specific purpose. And use those four generic purposes to yeah, strengthen okay. it. But have a specific purpose. That's the first tip. The second is communicate with the team before the walk. And lots of people push back on this. But then they'll get everything ready. They'll make it all neat. They'll operate really well. And my answer is, yeah. How's that bad? It can't be, no. How's that bad? And if you're out there often enough, it just becomes normal, right? So um, communicate. Don't just show up. When you show up, it creates an inspection mindset. And the gap in knowledge goes down. So communicate before the walk that you're coming. Pay attention to the handoffs. So the places where one machine hands off product to another, where one uh, service person hands the customer off to another service person, where things move from being actively processed to being stored, you know, that that kind of thing. Right. That there, that's always uh, provides opportunity for a rich understanding about what's going on in the process. Focus on the process, not the people. We said that earlier on, right? Um, ask lots of questions in That's lots true. of different ways, there not all just why questions, right? Document what you see and learn with savvy. This is interesting. So this this technique means don't bring a notebook yeah, or gonna, a clipboard. I was
1: gonna bring that up because I don't think we talked about that previously, but obviously one of these tips is documenting. Yeah. But when you're walking when you're doing the walk. Don't have anything with you.
2: Don't have anything with you because as soon as you do, boom, it's an audit. Yeah. So you plan in advance, you put some time on the calendar to plan in advance of the walk, go through these steps. And we have little worksheets and stuff you can use to help you plan, right? You plan in advance and then you go out there hands free and you conduct your Gemba walk. You know, you start at the front end of the process. You go to the back end. You look. You observe. You know, ask questions. Go see. Ask why. Show respect. Okay. All that. Yep. But you, you, the document with savvy means as soon as you're done, you have a plan at the other end where yeah. you spend some time sitting quietly and writing down Download what it. you learned, what you saw, what you want to follow up on. You don't just run off to the next meeting. You yeah, you have this all it. planned, right? Yep. So uh, the next is don't criticize or suggest changes during the walk. But what about safety? Well, of course, if there's something that's imminently going to hurt someone, then you you intervene as gently as possible to ensure no one's harmed. Sure. But as a general rule, you don't criticize or suggest any changes during the walk or boom, defensive screens go up, gap of knowledge goes down, right? And then the last one is follow up. And this this follow up is very interesting. So it's hard for leaders to do this piece, but just pick one thing, just one maybe two. No, no. Just one. Just pick one thing and follow up really well on that one thing and come back often and pick one more thing and follow up. Remember all this stuff was going on completely without your intervention for yeah. heaven knows how long before you right. pick one thing right. and get that all the way resolved for people and then another thing and over time you'll have you'll have moved the mountain. Yeah. Right? But the worst thing is pick 10 things and not follow up and get all jumbled up and yeah. confused and you know and so forth and then the last how-to is we highly recommend that you have your leaders become certified as Gemba walkers so we have a certification process they receive the training they have to to read some literature discuss that literature they do some practice walks and then sure. so many walks that are um, recorded within a time frame and then they they have to kind of pass a a review, if you will, and boom, they're a certified walker, right and this really aug- augments leadership skills. Perfect. This is way yeah. more powerful than sending people to uh, you know kind of just soft skill leadership training alone with no follow-up or no connection to the sure. floor, etc so um, so that's the last how to. okay
1: Tim, you you were when Dave was talking about the you know picking one thing, were you holding up three fingers? did I see three fingers?
0: Can't help yourself, you know. <laughs> <laughs> can't help yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you're right. The one is is the um, is is the right is the right way to do it. Is to grab one thing and kill it. Go take it all the way to closure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you gave me the floor. Let me let me. Inter- a, a thought came to mind um, as you were as you were talking. <laughs> So you're right. You know, there, there are a number of different um, gimbal walk types, right? The principles are the same. The objectives are sometimes different. Um, and that idea that you proposed to or propone to reduce the the gap of knowledge as a key um, is really important. And I found I found a, an application for that that surprised me. And that, that was related to ERP implementations. Right. You know, when you do an ERP implementation, the first step is to 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 evaluate or understand the as is situation um, to do that upfront work before the development really starts. Right. And the, and doing, you know, it's, again, we're, we're thinking about it on the shop floor, but even in, in the office environment mm. um, it, in many situations where there are processes, obviously you can use it, but I found it particularly helpful when you're taking that just open-ended trying to understand what the actual situation is rather than, As often as the case in in an ERP, you're documenting in in a a conference room with the with the as is is, but Mm -hmm. um, it's a uh, it's same principle, different different um, different objective.
2: Yeah, Yeah. this is this is hugely important. This idea of Gemba isn't just for the shop floor, right? It's inside of processes. In, in offices, in commercial systems, on the road with the salesperson, it's the same thing. It's going to this place where value is added and reducing your gap of knowledge with a, a procedural approach that's partly structured and partly your personal approach to leadership, right, that really lets you... Um, effectively understand what's going on and impact the situation in a very very positive way and it can be i mean it could literally be you're sitting next to the pilot in a plane or you're you're in a hospital uh uh, while there's a procedure going on or you're on the shop floor or just any place at all this is a key leadership tool no matter where you are right like it's good yeah yeah absolutely um so there's one other thing I want to mention okay. before we um, we uh, wrap, wrap up, up or hear any any yep. final examples, and that is you can link this back. I won't take the time to do it extensively now, but you can link this back through um, Lean tools lean approaches, operational excellence models, and so forth, it becomes a pillar in any one of these, even agile, and any one of these kind of improvement methodologies. This becomes a pillar that you can plug in um, into that larger system, and of course, um, some things that ride alongside of it, for instance, the five truths of improvement, right? So you can use the five truths of improvement as a questioning model, so to speak. So. What is the process that we're looking at here? Um, and what is it designed to deliver versus right. what's its intention? Um, who has authority over it? And why are they allowing this particular configuration or this yeah. this particular design? And what are the reasons in play, the stated reasons and the real reasons? And so forth and so on. So you, you can find ways to work on all that yeah. through um, applying Gemba. So, so it's like so, a template
1: that you could use.
2: To yeah, sure you can. Sure, you can. So, um, Gemba plugs in well. The yeah. idea of a Gemba walk yeah. plugs in well to whatever system you're using. It doesn't usurp it. It enriches sure. it, augments it, um, and fits well. So, I, I wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's good. Is there anything else that we can share about Gemba today before we wrap it?
0: One of the engagements that, that we had, David, um, you you applied that, you implemented that um, that concept. that that had really a transformational impact on the, on the organization, big facility, multi-levels, new, new site leader. um, And we implemented, or you and your team and the the site team implemented a number of uh, improvement efforts around safety, around quality, around cost. Um, But I think that Gemba, the the Gemba walk concept, cutting across all of them um, is a, it's a standard tool that you can just pick up and use in in any any number of environments it's just uh, it's it can be transformational it really yeah. can be
2: yeah I, I remember well the the uh, occasion you're speaking about and for instance uh, there was some there was some mistrust there was mistrust between people at the gemba and people leading and as they practiced this they had gemba walk centers you know kind of bulletin boards and so forth yeah. up and they'd see who took the walks, when the walks were taken, what was the one thing that came out of the walk, and was it addressed or not addressed. And everyone could see it, and everyone understood what was going on, and it it uh, healed a lot of the, the, the trust mm-hmm. issues and uh, brought people closer together, aligned them, and uh, created not only a, a closer, better working environment, but camaraderie and, and trust went up as a result, right? So... Uh, yeah, and it had a good impact on the business. So so this, this idea of it can go across many f- fields and processes and kind of plug in and support. I mean, we, we've seen it. We've seen the, the result for sure. Um, so, it's good. So, so that's Gemba. That's Gemba, Gemba walks. walks. Genchi Gembutsu. Go to the Gemba. Reduce your gap of knowledge. It is a stylized approach. It does take some practice. But in essence, it's this. Go there. Yeah and see for yourself. Ask why in a non-defensive way and show respect. Acknowledge the profound understanding people have at that Gemba and act upon it. And that is transformational to your business. Um, Agreed. Tim, thanks for being with us today. Tim, we really appreciated yeah, your, you so your input.
0: No, uh, It was it was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you guys are doing great work. So thanks for what you're doing.
1: Yeah, we appreciate oh, it, Tim. Thank you. It means a lot. Everybody, thanks for listening today. Uh, Be sure to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple, online, downloading our episodes, whatever it is. Please leave us a review, like, share it, uh, get the word out. Help us uh, distribute our episodes to those that might want to hear it. Uh, And we will see you on the next episode. We'll see you later. Thanks, guys.
2: Hello, Luke and Dave here. Hey, guys. We hope you enjoyed our episode on Gemba Walks. Often when we talk about Gemba Walks, leaders are interested in learning more about how to implement a Gemba Walk process in their organization.
1: We have an excellent approach that has been used by dozens of our clients. It's affordable, simple to implement, customizable, and sustainable over the long haul.
2: If you'd like to explore the use of Gemba Walks to make your leaders more effective, improve engagement, and actually impact performance, Write us at info at or call us at 419-202-4996. That's 419-202-4996 in the U.S.
1: Thanks for following our show, and we hope to hear from you soon.
0: Thank you for listening to the TPL Show. We hope you'll apply what you learned today and tell us how it went. If you want to share, want more information, or have questions, please contact us at info at Have a great day.